Welcome to the Leadership Exposé podcast. This podcast is for purpose-driven leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership to level up their business and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. Business and boardroom topics, trends, innovation, transformation, and the intersection with leadership is the focus. We enable success. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. In this episode, we meet Dr. Makita Bay, a global award-winning anxiety therapist and coach, amongst other things. She has worked with Fortune 100 companies, helped thousands of people maximize their authentic selves, balance their priorities, and overcome their anxiety with outstanding results. We'll hear about this and how she is making a difference in this space. Dr. Makita, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm trying to stay warm. It's a little chilly here now. Fall yeah. area, yeah. fall weather, so of course. How are it's you? Of, it's the start of fall. Yeah, I'm, I've been I've been saying the same thing. Here in the UK, we we're almost experiencing winter. It's coming down mm-hmm. into uh, into um, you know ten degrees or you know in the single digit uh, figures uh, in, at at night. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, but but Dr. McKinney, we uh, we just you know, just before we start the podcast, you know, we, you know, we, um, we exchanged where we're based. Uh, would you like to share where you're based? Sure. So I'm in the, what's called the DMV area of the United States. DMV stands for uh, DC, Maryland, and Virginia. So basically around the, the capital area. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I've been here since I graduated from high school, from college. Awesome. <laughs> a while, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, so we're keen to hear about you, uh, Dr. Makita. Tell us, tell us uh, briefly about your personal and your professional journey. How did it uh, all intersect? Where did it all begin? <laughs> sure. Well, I've always been really in tune with people and how people feel and think and see uh, the world. And um, at first, when I was growing up, I thought it was a detriment because it's too much input, too much sensory you know, information coming in at once. Um, and I've since been able to hone that skill into something that works for me and, you know, is able to help other people as well. Um, I started off really uh, wanting to go to law school. That was my actual plan. <laughs> I started off as a psych major and wanted to be a pre-law minor because uh, I really love how the law works and really helping people. And really thought that I was going to advocacy work. Um, but then I interned at the district attorney's office in upstate New York and found out that was not what I wanted to do. And I know it was only criminal justice and there are different types of law, but I just knew that this was not the way in which I wanted to help people. It's, you can help people, certainly, mm. but it was not the way in which I wanted to do it. And so I began my journey to continue on with psychology, um, went and got my master's in it, uh, did some work in the hospital side and hospital setting, working with um, um, mostly duly diagnosed individuals, uh, children and families, as well as um, adults. Um, but then I took a bit of a turn. I decided I wanted to try my hand in, uh, what kind of fell into my lap, try my hand with training and development side of, of the business. And I found out I loved it. I love working with people and, and teaching them all the things that I've learned, um, but also helping them to learn that skill uh, so that they can go forward and work in the workplace 
you know, doing different types of things that will be able to help the workplace and, and build that up. So I did that for four years. I loved it. That was when I worked with that Fortune 100 company. Um, it was a great, it was an amazing experience. I really enjoyed it. That actually springboarded me on to doing some management consulting. So again, away from psychology, but it also helped me to learn a little bit more about how to deal with larger organizations. And I, we were a government contractor too, so working with the government and different systems. And I uh, worked with some really, really smart people who did a lot of different things. That was, it was just an amazing experience. But all that um, led me back to psychology because I found that after a while, I really just missed talking to people and just connecting with them in that way. And I found myself trying to do that with my coworkers and that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I need to be able to do that professionally. So it came, I circled back into psychology and decided to get my doctorate um, in clinical psychology and really have not looked back since. Yeah. So is it, um, is it a, is a fair assessment to say that uh, you're, you're working with both organizations as well as with individuals in, um, in the space of uh, psychology and anything yes. broader related to it? Mm -hmm. Okay, wonderful. Um, so uh, right now? Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, um, so how, how do you position yourself? What what makes you different in terms of how you're positioning yourself with organizations and individuals in this in this particular space? So um, I specialize particularly in anxiety. Um, and so as you can see from my background, I work with a lot of different people in different settings within different types of organizations. One was management consulting firm, one was more of a healthcare insurance company, um, and I worked in the, in the hospital side as well as a private practice. And so there are a lot of different steps that you take in order to, you know, connect with people and to be able to get the, the business objectives done. Um, part of that was learning how to manage the, you know, the management of people. And yeah. so my background is also in organizational behavior management. Mm -hmm. um, and so part of that is being able to just connect with people so that you can not only meet the objective of the organization, but also manage the people that surround the objective that need to be met. Yeah. Um, and business is nothing but a collection of people working together for a common goal, yeah. right? Yeah. So being able to work with people is a huge, huge benefit for anyone. And so yeah. being able to teach them or train them on that is super important. Yeah, so, so I'm curious, um, I mean, I, you know, I work with a number of organizations as well. And, you know, you mentioned about anxiety and it has got so many branches, you know, to well-being, to mental health, to, uh, you know, the performance of an organization, if you're looking at an organization, uh, but all from a people perspective. So if I was a business or an individual um, and looking to uh, you know, receive your services, what type of, you know, how would the conversation between you and I sound like? Okay. Well, I would first start with assessing what your needs are um, and just kind of see where you are. I like to meet people where they are so I can find out where we need to help them get to where they want to be. Um, and so I would really assess, well, if I'm doing the clinical side, not the OBM, that's a little different, but if I'm doing the clinical side and addressing the anxiety itself, um, I will find out what type of anxiety that they have. They're different. People don't know it's just a different type of anxiety. Uh, what we call panic disorder or panic mm -hmm. um, attacks that happen versus anxiety attacks. They're two different things, and they have two different um, 
ways in which they can be handled, but essentially the way in which they um, they manifest themselves in people's lives are the same. They have devastating impact. And so what I would want to do is find out, you know, what impact is, well, first, what type of anxiety they have, and then how this has had an impact on their lives. And then we can kind of go from there. It's really a matter of a give and take to find out what it is their needs are, and then we can provide and create a, a plan of how to, I guess essentially it's a plan of action and how to address those needs and how we can therefore get them to where they want to be. Yeah, excellent. Can you share a, a story or an experience that comes to your mind um, that has resulted in a um, highly positive outcome based on all the great things that you're doing? Um, well, so I have so many stories. <laughs> Time what, 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 anyone in particular? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I do have a, so there was, okay, so when I started my organization in 2016, and um, that was when I actually started my doctorate program for the most, well, it was just a little bit before, and I, and I had a mission in mind, I had an idea in mind of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to move forward. Um, with the organization, I planned it out. I, you know, put every, all the pieces in place and knew that this is what I wanted to do. Um, but then, you know, life happens. Um, I end up having a child, and there's a lot of different things going on. And so I had to put some of that on hold. Um, but then, what I found out was that the things that I've done, the the, the help that I've given people in the past came back to me, they started to reach out to me because I wasn't, I was kind of, I had, I was running the organization, but not really, it was more like a hands-off thing. People were connecting with me was because of what I said or what I've done. And sometimes I don't even remember some of the things that I've said and done, but they did and it had an impact on their lives. And that told me that, okay, I'm on the right track. I need to continue on with this. And I need to, to you know, uh, put aside any of the apprehensions I may have and just go forward. So I did. So I continued on with the organization that I um, created, I still have now. And um, I, the roadblocks that came to me, I had to deal with them myself. Then I realized maybe I need to have some other people to help me as well, because I can't be all things in all places in organizations. Um, otherwise, it's just, you know, just me trying to scramble to get things done and just do mediocre work. So I realized I was talking to one of my uh, colleagues, former colleagues, she's now an executive coach herself. And she was saying, listen, two heads are better than one. Maybe you need to have someone who can be an expert in the area that you are you know, lacking or the areas that really uh, will help you to grow. And so she made the point. <laughs> so I, I decided to look around and see some, if there were some people I could add as a team to my team of, of my organization to make it work better, faster, stronger, all those things. And it turns out that I was able to do that. I have now, today, I have an excellent team, uh, a social media company, I have a virtual assistant. Um, I'm now hired on a PR company to kind of help spearhead things along. And it's been, it's been excellent. And really it was a matter of me having to get out of my own way and change my mindset. Um, I can't be everything with yeah. everyone at all times yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what i liked about the uh about the story is uh 
it's the problem but you also how you yourself actually shifted your ways of yeah. of um of managing it within your own mindset and and, and to. using that ex executing it yeah it's such a such a such a lovely experience there um, so you know we you know we are undergoing a number of things at the moment you know pandemic you know we've got our eco economic situation as well mm -hmm. um, and obviously that has got an impact on people what um what 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 challenges are you seeing as a result of that in in the line of work that you're uh, you're doing well so um oddly enough the pandemic has actually been beneficial to my um industry only because now for the first time we're finally getting a face put in a spotlight on mental health and that's very very important we didn't have that before. It's been uh, centuries since we've had really uh, just a focus on purely on mental health. And what the pandemic did, unfortunately, was was to, I mean, you cannot deny a lot of the, the depression, the anxiety, the things that were that people were experiencing and, and displaying because of uh, being, you know, isolated from other people and having to stay in all the time. And just the social emotional learning that the kids were, were not getting because they were not in school. You know, things like that really needed to, really had an impact, they really needed to be addressed before, but now there's a spotlight on it. And so now people will see the difference. And now, not only are people seeing the difference, but organizations are seeing the difference. Yeah. Not just for nonprofits, but for-profits are starting to say, hey, we should do something about this. And let's go ahead and put some dollars behind it to make some changes that are necessary for our nation so that we, in our country, in our world, really, so that we can be better, um, not just physically, but mentally as well. Yeah. So that was, I think that's huge. And there's always gonna be some challenges, there's always gonna be something, but honestly, this has made, had a huge impact on our industry. And yeah. it really needs to be something that hopefully, once the, you know, the, the angst of this all dies down, I hope it still remains that's really important for people's minds yeah no understood and and that's that's absolutely true um so let's just talk talk a little bit about you as well i mean like what does the day in the life of uh dr makita look like these days <laughs> morning to evening <laughs> well it's very busy <laughs> that's why I was, um, today i was actually able to do the podcast so that was helpful um typically so i have i run i have two contracts and then i have my coaching practice so I have two, my first contract is I do organizational behavior management work with a private um, company that uh, specializes in mental health. And so I do a lot of work with them to just make sure that things are uh, flowing as they should. And so I sometimes I would get up and I would just emails, a lot of emails about what needs to happen. Um, and set up meetings with people that um, need to address some key points um, and some highlights on what needs to happen for the organization to move forward. Right now they're in transition. So we're trying to come up with ways that will, the transition will um, have a positive impact on the organization, but also the people who are transitioning. Mm -hmm. uh, because we all, we're, it, it goes to the mission of the organization to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves as well as the people, you know, whether or not they're going to stay within the organization. Uh, the other contract I work on is a clinic um, in Baltimore and uh, it's strictly mental health. So I do a lot of uh, one-on-ones and group work with uh, the, the um, different patients that I see. Uh, mm -hmm. I also have an assisted living uh, center that I, I work with and um, work with some of the physicians as well, nurses on, on staff there. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of, a lot of that work is mostly geared towards um, uh, 
dual diagnosis individuals. So kind of going back to my base when I first started psychology, I work with people who also have um, mental health as well as um, maybe substance abuse issues and things like that. And so I spent about the first half of my day probably doing OBM work. Second half of the day, mostly doing the, the clinical work at the, at the, the clinic. Um, and then at night, um, I sometimes see clients too. Like on Tuesday nights, like last night, I usually see clients until about uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> so I don't sleep. Um, so it's, it's usually very busy, but it's very rewarding. I really enjoy the work that I do. I always make sure that I spend time to kind of debrief for myself so that I can organize my business, make sure every my team that I have now is doing their job and doing the best that they can. And I'm, I'm getting to, um, you know, follow up with the people that I need to follow up with to make sure that they're getting the help that they need. Awesome. Awesome. It's a very busy, uh, busy schedule that you've got. <laughs> Uh, well, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like you're managing very very well, um, Doctor Makita. We we're coming to a close very shortly. Is there any closing messages or a challenge to other people or leaders or organizations that you want to highlight here? Sure. Um, take my advice from when I from early on when I started the organization. Two heads truly are better than one. Do not try and pretend that you can do everything and be all things to all people. None of us are gods here. We are people. And so we need to focus on the things that are we are good at. Like I'm good at therapy. I'm good at coaching. That is what I'm good at. I may not always be good at social media uh, management or um, you know, um, you know, some things that that really uh, are outside of the purview of what I normally do. Um, really, if you want to grow on scale, the best way to grow and scale is when you have teams working with you that will really be and have your your idea in mind and your mission in mind. And again, always stay with your mission because that's important. It'll always be your kind of guiding point wherever you go. Yeah, words of wisdom from Dr. Makeda Bay. Thank you very much for your insights, Dr. Makeda. Um, and thank you very much for being on the show. No worries. Take care. Wonderful. So, okay, folks, thank you very much for listening in and stay tuned for our next episode where we hear from the chief customer experience of a large firm and how they are bringing customers to the forefront on all aspects, people, process and technology. Stay tuned for our next episode on this and continue to stay on to hear about exclusive offer. Hey, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You're now seeing this part of the video also because you consume some of my content, insights and teachings. Maybe you've been to my LinkedIn page or website or seen other social media ads or listened to my podcast. I'm Stephen Paul, a business and transformational executive coach, strategic advisor, leader and board member. I've been in diverse roles, corporate executive, entrepreneur, and worked with businesses and firms of all sizes, built and launched businesses, created high impact boards and so forth in four continents. I get it. I've been there, done that. But what is different is I bring a unique perspective and a playbook. I've helped 100 plus business leaders just like you to scale and align their leadership top teams, the board and overall business for growth. 
leaders like Ivana from medium-sized company in the EU who grew 150% and expanded globally in under five months. After she started to work with me over facilitated sessions in an initial three days, I helped fine-tune their strategy and align their leadership team and board to be a cohesive driving force to achieve their dreams and outcomes. I want to teach you the same thing and more on how to scale and align your leadership team and board so you can increase your business growth and value. Get clarity on what is the next right strategy for you. There are multiple ways we can work with you. Number one, click the link for a free non-obligatory 60-minute initial strategic session. Let's get a feel for your dreams, your vision, your challenges, and let me convert that into a route map for you where we can co-develop and co-pilot. Number two, enroll in an innovative and intuitive digital online course that I have curated, created to help you transform. It's called Unshakable Resilience. It is the ultimate program for individuals and business leaders like you who want to be equipped at a personal and professional level to respond to any form of challenges or in crisis situations and take on opportunities with grit, resilience, and build a mindset of success. In essence, you want to be unshakable, thrive in crisis, take on opportunities in the face of adversity, and build a success mindset. So click the link below to learn more on how I can personally help you individually and your firm to scale and align your leadership team and business and pivot in a transformational way. And for you to experience this, whatever the challenge you're facing, get in touch with me. Let's discuss and I will share my insight rapidly to enable your transformation. Click the links below.